my friends, and welcome back to Between Your Ears. I'm your host, Peg Cleland. I'm a mindset coach and a human design specialist, and I thank you for joining me for another mindset chat this week. Before we dive into the topic, I'm going to ask you if you've ever experienced something like this. The, the example I'll use is myself. I This summer, I bought a, a Jeep. I was looking for a new vehicle, and both my daughter and I like the look of this you know, white Jeep Patriot, and so we ended up buying it. But at the time I was buying it, and even now, I see them everywhere. Like, I don't think anyone drove a Jeep Patriot before I was interested in them, <laughs> especially not white ones. But now everybody drives them. I see them everywhere. And this is an example of what we're going to talk about today. And it's really the power of your mind. Again, we're diving into a mindset chat. And you may have heard of this before, but I'm going to give you a little bit more background first before I tell you what the actual name of it is that we're talking about. Well, you might have read the, the description might have given it away. But your brain, let's talk about your brain. It's, it's primarily a deletion device. Like we often think that we're inputting things into our brain and consuming and learning. But the actual brain is really designed to delete things, keep information out that doesn't apply to us, that's not important. And I was reading in a book the other day that every second your senses gather about 11 million bits of information. And that's like your subconscious, just your senses. They're taking in 11 billion bits of information. Your conscious mind processes only about 50 bits per second. So you're comparing 11 million to 50. And this goes along with what I talked about last week on the subconscious and conscious parts of our mind, that really 95% of our operating through life is on autopilot or subconscious and only 5% is this conscious awareness. And so that, that comes into play with what I'm talking about today, but it's just interesting to, to think about all the stuff that we're completely oblivious of, completely unaware of all 11 million bits of information that are going along. Um, but the things that actually make it through the filter. So because I said that your brain is primarily filtering things out that, you know, aren't important to you, things you don't need to worry about. And that's, that's great because we don't want to worry about every little thing like breathing or moving our hand, like things happen automatically, digesting food. You don't think about it. And that's great. Like that's the great part of it. But what actually comes through the filter is determined by a part of your brain. And this is what I'm talking about today. And you may have heard of it. But it's called your RAS, the letters RAS, and it stands for, so if you, if you want to impress your friends, you say the reticular activating system. And if you just want to sound simple, then you just say the RAS. But it's a part of your brain that's like a, it's like the gatekeeper, or I've also heard it described as the, <laughs> the bouncer at the bar. It keeps out stuff you don't want inside your brain. So it filters through information and leaves out this is important. It leaves out what it doesn't think is important to you. And the reticular activating system makes good choices for us, deleting information that's not important. But there are some things that probably are important to you, but you're not giving it enough importance that your RAS registers that. And that's the lesson in today's episode. Uh, the other way you can think about your, and this one hits <laughs> hits me all the time. Think about it like the algorithm on social media. So your your algorithm. And recently, 
Uh, Haley and I have been wanting to plan our trip to Paris. That's something we have on our dream board this year is that when she's finished this semester of school, basketball is done for a little bit, we're going to plan to go to Paris. Well, as soon as you look up anything, you Google search anything on Paris or you, well, and that's the funny thing is it's on Google that I was looking at some stuff, but it comes into my Instagram feed. They know I'm looking for Paris. It's part of the things that I'm focusing on. And now the algorithm, the Instagram algorithm is giving me more of what I have shown interest in. And it hides the stuff that I don't engage with. And it's the same with our followers on Instagram. If you engage with people and show interest in certain people that you follow, you're going to get more and more and more of those people. And if you're not constantly looking for your other people and you stop sort of engaging there, Instagram will not show you. The algorithm takes over and filters away those things and you don't see them anymore. And that sometimes is what frustrates us about Instagram and the algorithm and social media is we're like, where are all my friends? You know, well... I guess that just goes to show you weren't showing enough love to your friends and the algorithm thought they weren't important to you, that you weren't focused on them and it didn't show you more of them. But it's exactly the same thing with our reticular activating system. It filters out anything that it doesn't think either we believe in or we want to focus on. And that word belief is important too. So What you see in your life, just like what you see on your social media, what you see in your life is nothing more than what you are looking for. I say it all the time, like you are the source of everything in your life. You control your life. Whether you feel like it's out of your control, you're the source. You're in charge. So what you see in your life is nothing more than what you are looking for. I was looking for white Jeep Patriots and that's all I saw. And now I have one and I love it and I like the look of mine and I see them everywhere. I see my fellow Jeep Patriot drivers. Haley and I want to go to Paris. That's the other thing. Just knowing that we want to go to Paris. So obviously I said Instagram is showing me all kinds of things I could look into. But I see the Eiffel Tower everywhere. I was at my hair salon yesterday getting my hair cut. Well, up on the little ledge amidst all, and my hair salon is kind of a very cool place, but with graffiti all over the walls and pictures and lots of stuff in there, like skateboards and it's just busy. It's a busy, busy, busy place. Up on the little ledge, way high up, there's a little Eiffel Tower, just a little model of the Eiffel Tower. That's the first thing I saw. Haley and I went to the Lego store. What's the first thing my attention was drawn to? This Lego of the Eiffel Tower. I wanted a puzzle for my Christmas puzzle. I was, you know, if you know me, you know I love puzzles. I walk into a store to look at puzzles. What do I see? The Eiffel Tower. So, of course, I buy it. Uh, a book. I was in a, in a, like, Value Village type of store, and their book selection is just everything randomly just chucked up on the wall uh, on shelves, and it's in no particular order. What do you think I found? An architecture book on famous architecture in Paris. <laughs> I wasn't looking for that. So my reticular activating system was looking for all of those things and the universe brought them into my world, my field of infinite possibility. It's a scary thing. It's a great thing, but we need to understand that we're in charge of it. If you want to get a dog, like think about it right now. What are some things in your life that you have 
wanted, you know, whether it's planning a trip or getting a pet. And once you decided what you wanted, that's all you saw everywhere. Everybody you talked to was talking about that dog. Like it just happens that way. One thing I, as I was making my list of, you know, Jeep Patriot, Eiffel Tower, dogs, things we could talk about, I thought about health and, you know, it's still January and I'm part of the Healthy Habits Club and we're we're talking a lot about health and improving different aspects of our health. Like I'm really big on mental health, obviously, with the mindset thing. And I haven't mentioned it yet, but if you're not already in my three-part mindset series, I hope you jump in. If you're listening to this on Monday, we did our first session yesterday, which is Sunday, but you can still jump in for all three parts of it because mindset is so important and mental health. So when I was thinking about this, I also thought about body type. And that's something that often we will desire. We want it. Just like I wanted a Jeep Patriot, some people want six-pack or they want that girl's, you know, body type and look at her. It's okay to have those things. And you might cut out pictures. That's what vision boards are all about. You might put some pictures on there that show what you want. Just be a little bit careful what it does to your mindset. Like if you fully believe... And the belief, that's where I said this belief word comes in. If you fully believe that you can desire those six-pack abs and you're ready to do the work, you're making the intention, you're going to commit to it. If you believe that, then that's a good thing. Put those pictures everywhere. That's amazing. And you'll see lots of people showing up in your world at the gym. You'll notice those things that you're aspiring to. Great. But if you find that those pictures are kicking you into a negative mindset, because even though you've got the pictures, maybe... It's the exact opposite of how you really see yourself. And every time you see those pictures, it causes doubt and self-criticism and you feel like a failure and you think about your appearance in a bad way. That's then your thoughts are constantly, they're not, your conscious awareness is not with the six pack. It's now come to the place of lack and doubt and self-criticism and all those things. And that, whatever thoughts are a priority in your mind, your RAS is looking for things to prove that. So if you feel like a failure, the universe and with the help of your RAS are trying to find ways to prove that. If you feel like you um, have no commitment or, you know, if you're criticizing yourself, your RAS picks up on that and finds more ways to show you proof that, no, you're uncommitted. You have no willpower. You're not going to do this. So it's such a great thing to have control of. We control what, what happens in our life. Changing what you look for changes what shows up in your world. We just need to make darn sure we're looking for the right things. So check yourself. And maybe if it is, you know, a health journey you want, instead of taking something that seems maybe just a little bit too far off, a little unrealistic, and find something that's a bit more relatable to the next steps that you're taking. Like maybe it's, you know, you... Um, start to focus on the daily things. Like, can I go to the gym three times a week? Or you put up some pictures of healthy moms, you know, that are able to play with their kids because that's important. And, you know, you, you might get the body of that supermodel or that six-pack abs or whatever it is you're looking for. But first, let's just aim at something that you believe in. Do you believe that this will give you more energy to be um, a committed mom to your toddlers that are running all over the place? So just be really careful that it's not something that's so far off, I guess, especially when it comes to things that could play with our mindset. You know, uh, if you want 
like let's say, I don't know, a car that's way out of your price range, if that's just a little bit like unrealistic, every time you look at that and you think, oh, I'm focusing on it so it's going to come into my awareness so I can get it. But if every time you look at it, you're thinking, I don't have the money for that. I'm such a failure. I don't make enough money. I need to get a new job. I hate my job. If those negative things come in, then you're just going to bring more of the negativity to prove that, no, you can't afford that. No, you'll never have that. So just be really careful because you're the boss. You are the algorithm. I did a program last year called the divine algorithm, all about universal energy. And truly you're part of that. So just remember changing what you look for can radically change what shows up in your world. So what are some ways that we can do this? I kind of mentioned the vision board idea, and that's part of it. You can put things on a vision board. Um, You can just Google search it, whatever it is, and then you'll start getting lots of ads on Instagram for it. You know, just tell the universe, tell the algorithm what you want. But a gratitude practice is another way that sort of retrains your brain. It gives it a conscious intention. And then you might notice some subconscious things sneaking in. Limiting beliefs, that's one of the things we're going over in the first part of the mindset course. And if you miss the one on Sunday, you can get the recording. Um, So don't worry about that. But yeah, limiting beliefs sneak in, but you got to get those out of the way when you have a vision board or, or the gratitude practice, being grateful for having a new car before you get it, being grateful that you're going to be able to drive around or even just being grateful for the car you have now, it brings the feelings of... I guess, abundance and ownership of a car and what great things it does for you. And it's a positive emotion about having a car. And then you're more likely to move towards getting the the new car that you want. So a gratitude practice is great. Being grateful for what you've got now. Affirmations. And again, I say that with a grain of salt because affirmations are wonderful for, you know, retraining our brain for what we're looking for. I will go to Paris. I'm somebody who's going to go to Paris this year. I'm planning my trip to Paris. I can't wait to see the Eiffel Tower. And you can sometimes with them even say things like almost like it's happened already. I loved my trip to Paris. So any of those affirmations are great. Just be careful that you're not spouting off affirmations and not actually believing them because you have to have the belief and also taking a little bit of action because I can believe all I want that I'm going to go to Paris but I still have to take some actions. I have to, you know, plan the budget, plan the trip, ask for help, look for info, you know, ask the algorithm, show me more stuff. But you do have to take action. So it's not just affirmations and nothing, but affirmations if they will help you to believe in something that you are focusing on. Uh, And the last thing, which is I think the most important thing is deciding. It's a conscious choice that you make for what you want to bring into your life. If you want to meet a partner, You have to consciously choose to open yourself up to what it is you're looking for. And that's going to activate your reticular activating system to draw those things to you. But you still then have to put yourself in situations where you're going to see those people that you're drawing towards you. So there's a lot involved, but I think the first step is just simply your mindset. What you focus on, you bring into your life. What you see in life is none other than what you are looking for. So what are you looking for? There's your big question. Decide what that is. Make your conscious choice and then start believing in it more and more and just notice the things that come into your world. So I have a little homework experiment for you to do. And there's an author that I love. Her, She's a fun, I just love the way she writes. Her name is Pam Grout. 
And the first book of hers that I ever read was called Energy Squared. And it's on the front cover. It's an E, E squared, like energy equals MC squared. It's just E squared, energy squared. And she has all these little experiments in it for testing the energetic principles of the universe. And so I got this idea from her, but it's one you may have heard before. And it's perfect example is my Jeep and my Eiffel Tower. I was interested in those things and I was looking for them and I, more of them came. So what is it you are looking for? And you can decide on this, but for the next, say, 24, 48 hours or maybe until next week's episode, and I'd love to hear from you. If you do this and it resonates, if anything works for you, or if you have another story, message me. I would love to hear from you uh, and have a chat about your, your RAS system and how it's worked for you. But pick something. It could be green cars. And over the next few days, really think about green cars and believing that you're going to see green cars and that you really want to see some green cars. You love the color green when it's on a car. Think those thoughts and just see how many green cars you notice because your reticular activating system will be looking for green cars because it wants to prove you right. It wants to prove me right in this homework assignment that you're going to see those things. The universe wants to prove you right. That's a nice thing to know, isn't it? That the universe is actually on our side. It, our brain is on our side. It's trying to prove us right. So choosing what you want to see. So you don't have to pick a green car. If there's something in your life that you really you know, are working towards, looking for, set that as the, the experimental example. Um, choose whatever you want. It could be, you know, purple butterflies. Well, it's wintertime in Edmonton. I'm not going to see too many of those outside, but you'd be surprised because I've done that one. Um, if you decide you're going to see purple butterflies, you'll see them on a notebook. You'll see them on somebody's advertisement. You'll see them, somebody used it as an emoji. Like it's just crazy what happens. So it's fun. So I want you to have some fun with this little experiment. And like I said, if there's something really meaningful you want to work on right now, anyway, don't pick a purple butterfly, pick the thing you want and just see if your level of belief and your focus, your conscious intention can draw that into your world, can help it show up more in your life. All right. I'm going to leave it at that. But yes, Mindset, the three-part series, would love to have uh, some of you in there. And I think we're, we're focusing on mindset, limiting beliefs, uh, subconscious stuff on the first day, more about money. It's a money mindset focus on day two. And then the final day is, is manifestation. And it's just a little bit more about strengthening our belief and some of the things that we need to know about universal energy in order for manifestation to start happening in our lives. So stay tuned for that or jump into that, I guess. And if you like this episode, if you think it's kind of a cool experiment, share it with somebody you know and see if they want to run their own experiment and you guys can compare lab results. Um, but yes, thanks again for joining me. And until next time, take care of the space between your ears. <laughs>